You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Working Like Dogs is brought to you by Dog.com. For everything and anything dog, shop Dog.com today for all the top brands. Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at Dog.com and use the promo code SADWORK, S-A-D-W-O-R-K, and get $15 off your order of $75 or more. Hello, and welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us today. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis. I'm my trusty service dog, Whistle. And we're thrilled to be with you today to talk about our favorite subject, working dogs. And today, our guests are Tony Ames and Joan Frawling. And both of these ladies are from the International Association of Assistance Dog Partners. And they're joining us today to talk about their organization and some of the exciting things that they're currently working on. So come right back after these messages as we welcome Tony and Joan to the show. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. There's a movement afoot. ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code WORKING, W-O-R-K-I-N-G, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash work, W-O-R-K, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code WORK1234 at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com, code word W-O-R-K-1234. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. I'd like to welcome our guests today, Tony and Joan, to the show. Hello and welcome. Great to be back on the air. Hi, Yeah. Good morning and welcome. And that's right, Tony, you were, this is your second time to be on Working Like Dogs. You and Ed were one of our first guests. So we're so glad that you're back and we certainly miss Ed and his amazing voice in the assistance dog world. But we're so glad that you're with us, Tony. Thank you. Well, and we want to talk about, first of all, I know we've talked about the International Association of Assistance Dog Partners, but tell our listeners, Tony, again, what is this organization all about? We are a cross-disability advocacy organization. We want to educate one another about what our dogs do for us. I have a guide dog and I'm blind and Joan has a service dog and she's a wheelchair user and frequently we don't know what the other folks' dogs do for them. We also want to educate the public about our dogs and our rights to have the dogs with us in public places. So we handle access issues. We have a a wonderful center where people can call in when they have questions or problems and Joan is really good at handling that. We also have a wonderful uh, newsletter called Partners Forum which comes out quarterly and we're always looking for people to send in articles of their own experiences with their guide hearing or service dogs. Uh, We have a website and we have benefits for disabled members with working dogs. Want to talk about that, Joan? Some of the benefits? Um, yes. One of our um, goals was to reduce the financial burden of partnership on the disabled, uh, many of whom live below the poverty line. So we've knocked on many doors and we've been able to get some sponsors that are willing to um, provide certain products to our members, like free heartworm medication and flea prevention and a wonderful product called Cosequin, which um, is a, um, a supplement that you give your dog. It can help prevent arthritis, or if they have it already, it can help them feel better. It can make them less stiff. They also um, offer us a what I call the Cadillac fish oil products that's um, called Wellactin, something that's good for your dog's heart and immune system as well. Yeah, one of our premier benefits is if your dog needs some veterinary intervention to keep the dog working and it could be very costly for tests or surgeries. We do have a fund that can handle that and we do not get involved with that. It's all handled from Nutramax laboratories and we try to work through the veterinarian in so many ways. We want to establish a good relationship between IADP and the veterinary community. That's awesome. Well, I know when I got my service dog that one of the things that my agency gave me was a membership to IAADP. And I was so excited to hear about your organization and all the benefits of membership and 
and all of these wonderful pieces of information that you're constantly sharing with your members about the assistance dog world and new things that are impacting us and and things that we need to be aware of. So thank you so much for all that great work that you're doing and then continue to do because it does mean so much to people with assistance dogs. And, And like you were saying, Joan, it's so expensive to have an assistance dog and a lot of people with disabilities especially that can be really taxing for them if they are not able to work or have limited incomes because of their disability so that's awesome that you guys go out and advocate on our behalf and and make these benefits possible and one of the things that we really want to talk about today is a new initiative that you guys are working on with Pepsi. So tell us about that, Tony. Well, the Pepsi-Cola company uh, every month gives grants to organizations who need it for various things. We've put in for our veterinary care partnership program and to improve our website and to expand Partners Forum. But it's one of those things where the more votes you get from the public, the likelier that you will reach the top and be given the grant. So we need your listeners to get on board and to, you can uh, do it online, you can do it by texting, and you could do it on Facebook. Uh, Joan can give you a little bit more information about that, but if each of your listeners would go out to their dog clubs, their 4-H groups, their local puppy raising groups, whoever, the more people vote for us, the more likely we are to get this grant. So, Joan, you want to talk a little bit about how they go about doing that? Sure. One thing I can do is give people our website link, and as soon as they come to our homepage, there's a um, message about this that takes you to a webpage that explains more about it, and it has a link to our Pepsi Refresh uh, webpage and um, it allows you to um, vote. And our website link is www.iaadforpartner.org. Um, another way you can vote is to um, send a text message to Pepsi at 73774. And the message that you want to send to vote for us would be 103-753. Why don't you tell us that number one more time, Joan, just to make sure that we have that for our listeners, because we really want you guys to go out and vote. So please tell us that one more time. All right. You can vote once a day by texting Pepsi at 73774 at 73774. (laughs) <laughs> the message that will allow people to vote, they want to punch in 103-753. Okay. We need you to vote every day for the rest of this month because it's only good for the month of November. So yes. You can, you can yes, only and vote I... once a day, but we need you to do it. Please, please. 
Yes, please. And I actually put a note up on my computer so that when I get to my desk every day, I can see my little sticky that reminds me to get on and vote. And I've been asking all of my staff members to do the same thing. And we've been trying to get the word out because this would be such a great opportunity for IAADP to get these dollars. And tell us exactly if you do and when you do, we're going to be optimistic, when you do get that Pepsi grant, what will it pay for, Tony? Well, a significant part of it will go for the Veterinary Care Partnership so that we can help more people and possibly offer more money. We don't know yet. We don't have the money, so we haven't figured out just how we're going to use it, but it will certainly expand the Veterinary Care Partnership uh, program. And then, as I mentioned before, we need to really redesign our website and we need to have the money to uh, send out partners forum in other alternatives. You know, cassettes are kind of going out of style, and so we can send it out on CDs and have downloads and you know a number of different ways to expand our newsletter, which is already a fantastic newsletter. It is. I have, to, just... I have to add that I get a big kick out of it when you vote online. You hear this this Pepsi being poured, you know, the can being opened. <laughs> and I don't know what the visual is, but it's really very funny. You hear the foam and everything. It's, it's kind of cute. Yeah, well, and tell us if people don't go to your website, they can go directly onto Pepsi's website. Is that true, Joan? Yes, you can go directly to the Pepsi Refresh website. And at the top of the homepage, they have a search feature. And if you type in the first three words in the title of our project, um, it'll take you to a page that lists a number of projects and ours will be right at the top and you could vote there for us. The title is, is Help the Blind, Deaf, and Disabled and the Dogs They Are Partnered With. So all you have to do is type in Help the Blind. Okay. And is that PepsiRefresh.com? Is that the web address? I don't have that handy, uh, Marcy. Uh, I think it would be easy to Google it. And we will definitely put all of this information up on our website, uh, Pet Life Radio, on Working Like Dogs. So for our listeners, we'll make sure that all of this information is there as well so that it will be really easy for you just to click on that and go right where you need to be so that you can vote. And I know when I first went to vote, I had to sign up on the Pepsi website. So I encourage everyone just to to not worry. It's a real easy process, and you can just sign up really easily. And then once you sign up, you don't have to do that every time. You can just go back, put in your password, and then you can vote really easily. So we hope that everybody will go and do that um, once a day, and then we'll we'll spread the word, as you said, to their lift serves and to different groups that they may be involved with to get everyone to vote so that I. AADP can be one of the Pepsi winners. Marcy, could I add that a third way people can vote for us is through Facebook. Great. If they have a Facebook page, they can, when they go to the Pepsi IADP web page, Pepsi provides a little widget or something that you can put on your Facebook page. 
Great. Great. So there are lots of ways that our listeners can get involved and you can vote daily and really make a difference for people with disabilities so that they can get the veterinary care that they need. And also just to make IAADP more accessible through all the different great things that Tony mentioned through the website of making that more accessible and getting things in alternative formats for people, which would just be so amazing and make life so much easier for people with disabilities and and their assistance dogs. So we are going to have to take a quick break and hear some important messages from our sponsors, but we're going to come back in just a few seconds and we're going to keep visiting with Joan and Tony and talk more about the International Association of Assistance Dog Partners and some of the other things that they're working on. So please come right back after these quick messages. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. At Petco, we really love pets. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code WORK10, W-O-R-K, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. Hello? Danica, where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy, you know, racing, GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online store with GoDaddy. Really? Let me see. Grandma'sauction.com. Hey, those Grandpa's golf clubs. Grandma needs her bingo money. Use promo code WORK10, W-O-R-K, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. Question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take affection. I really should mention I need time, I need love, I crave attention. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Aquariums and pond keeping are among the most popular of all hobbies in the United States and throughout the world. In fact, fish are probably the most numerous pet in people's homes and in their businesses. In Aquarium Mania, we'll learn more about the secret and not-so-secret life of fish and other inhabitants, the basics of good aquarium keeping, the complexities of the aquarium industry, and the science and art that surround this fascinating hobby. I'm your host, Roy Anong, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. Aquarium Mania. 
every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. And we're visiting today with Joan and Tony from the International Association of Assistance Dog Partners. And I'd love to ask you some of the things that you're working on because you guys are, are out at the forefront of working on laws and policies that impact people and their assistance dogs. So tell us, what are some of the latest things that you're working on, Tony? Well, I just came back from Japan. There were two other IADP board members and then two members of IADP. Uh, the five of us went over to Japan for the second International Assistance Dog Partner Conference. And the word needs to get out to other countries about the benefits of working with guide hearing and service dogs. And in, Jap- excuse me, in Japan, they have a very good law, but because of their culture, they're very unlikely to press the issue if they're asked to leave a restaurant. Uh, so we're there to spread the word about dogs and how it works in our country. In Japan, you have to go through the government to get funding for a dog, and it's up to your doctor to determine what kind of dog you need and where you should go to get it. So uh, Moto Arima, who is the president of their hearing dog program, was uh, very much in favor of our talking about how it's done in the United States, how you have choices, where you go, and what kind of dog you want. And then IEDP was very involved with working with the Department of Justice on the new definition of service animal. You want to talk a little about Joan? Um, excuse me. Basically, we wanted the um, Department of Justice um, to clarify some things in the earlier definition um, so that people would understand that service animals um, do need to have training. Um, they need to be able to perform work or tasks that help the disabled. And we also were concerned that some people were in misinterpreting a task example that they had used on minimal protection and um, unfortunately were um, thinking that that would allow protection dogs to suddenly be classified as service dogs. And of course, that was a terrible misunderstanding and it was something that um, the Department of Justice did correct when it came out with its new definition. And it also helps people, as I said, to understand the difference between a pet and a service animal. That's such a big issue. I know that was, I was really interested in that and how the ADA was going, the definition was going to change. Are there any other things that stick out in your mind that people should know regarding those changes, Joan? Well, something unusual um, in the regulations that came out is First of all, from now on, the only service animals are going to be dogs. And secondly, in spite of having said that in the definition, um, they are aware that there are a few blind persons that are using uh, trained miniature horses to guide them like a guide dog. Mm -hmm. So what they've done is they've um, uh, said that for people with um, 
a trained miniature horse. Um, they're giving businesses more latitude um, to decide if um, they want to give access or not. Um, and they can look at the, how big the animal is and um, whether or not it's trained to do something. Um, several other criteria they can use. Um, but in general, they, they will probably still go on providing access. I was wondering about that. I just saw an article about a woman who, for religious and cultural beliefs, does not want to use a dog. And she has a miniature horse. And she's blind. And I was wondering about that with the ADA definition and those changes, how that's impacting people who use other types of animals for assistance. So how would they go about dealing with access issues now that that's changed? Well, there were so many people who were coming up with just crazy kind of things. You know, someone coming into a store with a snake around his neck saying he has muscle pains and the, the mm-hmm. snake uh, soothes his pain. That's certainly not a trained task. People coming uh, in with chickens and you know, goats and all kinds of animals uh, and claiming they were they were service animals. And so one of the things that we're very pleased about is that the new definition does say that the dog must be trained to mitigate an aspect of your disability. So for instance, if my dog alerts me that someone's at the door, most pet dogs will do that. I don't need that. I'm not deaf. It's not a a task that I could say my dog does for me. Um, And so it would have to be a task that mitigates your disability and so that's a great clarification Uh, the other thing is that your dog has to be on a leash Uh, there was just a case here in Fresno I just got a a note asking what to do with somebody's coming into a store with a with a dog off leash and saying that this is his service dog he's allowed so I think that uh, you know owners of restaurants and theaters and so on have a little bit more leeway to say no your dog must be on leash and you know certainly the behavior aspect is being stressed so that any dog whether it's trained or not who misbehaves in a store the person can be asked to remove that dog so i think that's going to help a little bit because it because they said service animals to begin with and it was such a loose definition they they got themselves into a mess. I don't think they realized just how open-ended it was and how Mm -hmm. difficult that was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, IDP also worked with the Department of Transportation on setting up relief areas at airports. Yes, we talked about that the first time that you were here, and I definitely wanted to ask you about that. How is it going with the relief areas? Are they really getting established? Well, some of them have them inside the secure area uh unfortunately not the ones that i've been to so yeah me either yeah i've recently was changing planes in san francisco on the way to japan and outside the secure area they had a magnificent place you know they had bags they had trash cans you know they had a faucet to rinse things off but then you have to go back to security so, uh, you know, we really were trying to promote having having relief areas within the, the area. It's hard because yeah. unless you have some space, you know, if you set up like a, you know, a closet and you put sawdust on it or something, a lot of dogs still think they're indoors and they won't go. Yeah. So, you know, it's a fine line. 
Yeah, I know. I've been traveling a lot over the summer and, and fall, and I've really had a hard time with relief areas because, like you said, getting back through security. I know Whistle and I were on a tight flight coming back from Washington, and at, at the Dulles Airport, they had a nice area, but like you said, it was outside the security area. But when we got to Chicago to change planes, I went to take him outside to the relief area, but when I looked at the line through security, I knew there was no way we could get back through that. In you order- do have the right to go ahead of the line, Marcy. Yeah, you don't I- have to wait in line on the way back. Well, I hear what you're saying, but that's not what they were telling me at that security place. I mean, it was very difficult, and it was just so packed that getting back through that, I elected not to do it. And luckily, Whistle was okay, but it's really difficult to get back through that security line. And and I'm glad you're saying that, that we have the right to ask to go through, but that certainly hasn't always been my experience every you know, time I travel. To, you need to download and always carry with you those documents because where they're not informed about it, you can whip it out and say, here's from the DOT that when somebody needs to get a dog out, they go ahead of the line. Yeah, that's and a great idea. And are those on your website, Tony, on the IAADP website? Those guidelines or where would yeah, our listeners they, get those? We um, have the Transportation Security Agency's guidelines that we send out in all our new member packets to our members. Um, I'm not sure if they're on the website or not. We do have a lot of information about air travel up there. Yeah. Well, maybe could our listeners call your office, Joan, and could they get it through you, a copy of that? If they needed it, Joan, could they get it by calling the IAADP office number? Yes, they could, or they could just email me at IAADP at AOL.com. IAADP at AOL.com and ask for them, and I will be glad to send it to them by email attached. Okay, great. Well, I'll be doing that myself, Joan. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds great so that people can have them because it's so stressful when you travel anyway in the best of circumstances but trying to to find those relief areas when you have really limited time and when you're dealing with a disability can be really challenging so I think that's a great idea to have those documents with you I know I feel like sometimes it's hard for me to keep up with all the paper and all the the things that I have but but it is helpful when you get into those situations Marcy what's wonderful is that we finally have some service animal relief areas. I've been traveling for 20 years. Most airports had nothing, and we had to wait till we got to the hotel. Wow. Something else I'd like to add is that at a recent conference in, C- in Seattle, um, a member of the Department of Transportation um, was a speaker there. And you just asked what we're currently doing, and we have worked on these issues um, about the definition of the service animal relief areas in the past. Um, but there is new rulemaking that will be coming up um, concerning passengers on airlines with service animals. So that's something we will be probably involved in heavily at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Well, you'll have to come back and tell us more about that as, as that evolves because that is such an important issue 
to so many of us that travel with our assistance dogs. And you brought up another thing, Joan, which I wanted to ask you about, and that is your conference. Tell our listeners about your conference and when it's usually held. And I don't know if you have your next conference date or not, but give us some info about that. Um, Well, we've held a number of conferences over the years. Many of them were held in conjunction with Assistance Dogs International, although they said they were having their conference in Canada this year, um, we decided to have one in the United States, so a lot more of our members would be able to attend. Um, no, we don't have a, um, a new date or site picked out yet for the next one. Um, yeah, this year we met with the Assistance Dog Club of Puget Sound, so it was a two-day conference with IADP on Saturday and ADC on Sunday. Yeah, I was so sorry. I wasn't able to attend that. I really wanted to, but I had a conflict with travel. But I just hear such great things about the IAADP conferences and the information that you share and and how people can get together and talk about different issues. So I'm really hoping to make it to your next one because I know it will be chopped full of information as well. So any idea where it might be? Are you guys leaning toward a city or... A time of year so we could stay tuned for that? Well, we've been invited to come to Arizona, but we really don't have a date. We don't, you know, that's very much in the future, so we don't. Well, Arizona would be great. That's a great place, so hopefully, and that's close to me and Whistle, so that'd be, we'd really be happy with Arizona. But we would love for you to come back and, and tell us more about that as you make your plans and and work toward that, because I know it'll be a great event. I'd like to thank all of your listeners for um, considering voting for IDP's grant proposal. Um, and the top 10 vote-getters will be able to get the grant to um, help their organization. Well, thank you for making that announcement one more time. And yes, we really, really ask all of our listeners to please vote. Um, This is a really important, worthy cause. And we really hope that that you'll join the efforts and log on. It's really easy. You can text. You can log on. You can do it through Facebook. Um, There's lots of ways that you can vote every day. And as I said earlier, we'll make sure and post all of that on our website so that um, our listeners will have that information so that you can join in and get involved and support the International Association of Assistance Dog Partners. So thank you to Joan and Tony so much for being with us. And I know you two are so busy and we really appreciate your time and all the great information that you've shared with us today. And I hope you'll come back and join us again to talk more about assistance dogs and the great work that you're doing. Well, we'd love to come back and thank you for inviting us. Great, and thank you, our listeners, for being with us. We really appreciate you, and I love to get your emails about anything you want to share with us, about any topics or comments that you'd like to make about our shows or ideas for future shows, and you can email me always at marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E, at PetLifeRadio.com. So thank you so much for being with us. And again, we'll have more information about the Pepsi opportunity on our website. We really hope you'll check that out. So thanks so much and take good care. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.